0: Hey everyone, how's it going? Seth here from Frame Skip. I just wanted to let you know that today we have a special episode. I started following Matt from That Radical Dreamer probably two or three years ago. And I've been steadily watching his collection of Chrono Cross memorabilia and collectibles grow every single day since then. And at this point, we're both pretty sure he has the largest Chrono Cross collection in the entire world. Chrono Cross being, of course, my favorite game and his favorite game as well. So I messaged him, and we sat down here for a little over an hour and talked about Chrono Cross and collecting. and It's a great episode. Uh, Matt is a great guy, and make sure you follow him at That Radical Dreamer. Enjoy.
1: Frame skip. It's gonna be a very, very intense journey. Begin.
0: We are live, uh, Matt. Thanks so much for joining me, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely, dude.
0: I I really appreciate it. I um I've been watching your Instagram and your your channel grow for I don't know, it's probably been about two years now, and mm-hmm. it's really incredible the collection of Chrono Cross that you have amassed over the years. And I was just I just got the idea to sit down and record a show together like like last week. I was like, oh. That sounds like it'd be a pretty cool episode of the show. So um yeah, thanks thanks so much for being here because I got a lot to talk to you about. Your collection is out of control.
1: Well, I, I really greatly appreciate that. And you know, I gotta <laughs> I gotta say the second you said, Hey Matt, you wanna do XYZ and then you said Chrono Cross, I was done. I was sold. <laughs> yeah, man. Say no more, fam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm assuming it's your favorite game, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah um so i know since you've been following me for a while i was previously that final fantasy kid um Mm -hmm. and it was it always shocked people because they'd be like what's your favorite game you know of course expecting final fantasy 7 8 you know whatever Mm -hmm. and it's like chrono cross it's like wait but you're you're that final fantasy kid (laughs) yeah (laughs) so after a while i was like yeah the name the name needs to change
0: yeah of course you're that radical dreamer now a um a deep cut, almost. Well, I guess the Radical Dreamers were a little bit in Chrono Cross, but that, that's mostly what people would assume is the second game it would come from, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, have you ever played Radical Dreamers? I have, yes. The... I haven't gotten to it yet.
1: It, it's an interesting it's an interesting play. Uh, you definitely need to set aside time to sit down and read everything because it's a text-based adventure. Yeah. So it's not really like moving your character kind of... Like what a typical game would be.
0: Yeah, I um, I just, I just never got around to it, and I'm not sure why after all these years. Because I've, I've played through Colonel Cross. I don't even, I, I have no idea how many times. And, and of course, Chrono Trigger. But uh, Radical Dreamers is always one that I just never got around to. I think because it's on not on like a console that is really accessible.
1: Right. But... It was uh, it was actually released on the Nintendo Satellaview. Uh, yeah. Which was a broadcast based video game extension for the Super Famicom. So, yeah, yeah. like, the cartridges themselves go for, like, half a grand plus. Because oh, wow. if you didn't download it back in the 90s, that was it. Yeah. But fortunately, we have people who have put it online ever since, and, you know, it's readily playable.
0: Um, have you ever played that really famous Chrono Trigger expansion that people made, um, Crimson Echoes?
1: I have not. Um yeah. so as far as my experience with Chrono Trigger, I played Cross first mm-hmm. and then later on backtracked to trigger to you know see what all the hubbub was about. Yeah. Um but as far as like the fan games and stuff I haven't delved too much into it.
0: Yeah, I um I always wanted to play the uh, Crimson Echoes game cuz you can get like really cool like fan made boxes and carts to mm-hmm. put in your collection and whatnot that I always wanted to give give a shot to, but um, so let's just jump right into Chrono Cross here, man how How did you first start playing Chrono Cross? I know you said you had like an origin story with it. Oh, I sure, I, I sure, I do. I do as well. So yeah, hit me with it, man. T- tell me.
1: All right, so the birth of my obsession with Chrono Cross, and this is a really long story. <laughs>
0: yeah, we have all the time in the world, man. Go for it. Um,
1: man. I was. I want to say five, six, maybe Um, I had just gotten a PS2 for Christmas. You know, I was on a fresh hunt for games. You know, Um, I grew up playing games with my older cousins, so they had the older consoles and they had other games like Final Fantasy, Legend of Zelda, uh, all the good stuff. So uh, I ended up going into town with my grandparents one day. They were going to get their car worked on or something. I don't remember but there was a Toys R Us right across from the street from where we were. So I begged my grandma and my grandpa. I was like, please (laughs) let us go over there, please. And they were like, okay, all right, we'll go. So uh, I went into Toys R Us with the intention of finding a copy of Final Fantasy VII. Mm -hmm. I was absolutely jealous of my older cousin's copy. I was like, I've got to find this game. I've got to have one for myself. You know, it's so cool. It's so fun. And to my dismay, after searching... Pile after pile of game, no Final Fantasy seven. Um, however, yeah, you know, I rounded the corner and right on the like in the middle of the shelf sat this one game that caught my eye, and I stopped. I remember looking at the cover and just going, "Whoa!" And of course, that game was Chrono Cross. Uh, it's just the art, just. The detail that was on the casing—it was phenomenal. Seeing Serge's weapon, I mean, it looked so badass. Mm-hmm. You know, Links in the background looking so ominous, and Kid looking, you know, pretty hella fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I just held it and I looked at it, and I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I want it.
0: Right, right.
1: My cousins didn't have it. I'd never seen it before. I mean, I was young. I didn't know a damn thing about the game. It just looked cool and so i begged my grandparents to let me get it and they were like you don't want a toy you don't want something else and i'm like no i want this and they said okay so that was that that is how i got my first copy of chrono cross
0: <laughs> that's awesome man yeah it was kind of the same for me where i uh you know i came from like a really little blue car family my dad was like uh, like a, like a maintenance worker and, and whatnot. So we didn't have a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. And um the one of the things was we used to hit me to the video rental store all the time. Mm-hmm. And I used to just rent, you know, a video game for the weekend or whatever. And I, you know, same thing. I saw the artwork. I saw, you know, Surge with his um mastermune on the front of the cover and, and Kid and Links and 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 I looked at the booklets I was looking through and I was like, man, I think I gotta grab this one. This is the one. And then I just, I got so, I fell so in love with the game that I just kept going over and over and over again to that same game. My dad was like, well, I've spent so much money renting this at this point. I might as well just buy it. So he bought it for me. and I still have that copy today, my original copy from the video rental store. Um, but yeah, man. So in the game, like, was there any bosses or anything that that, that stuck you up as a kid? Because I remember there was a few that I really got stuck on as like a young kid only a couple of years older than you so we were we played around the same age
1: yeah um i would say boss wise like early in the game what always kicked my ass was that dodo
0: oh really <laughs> Gra-
1: trying to grab that egg and escape the dodo before it got me because as a kid not knowing how to properly strategize that fight <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> just get crushed again and again um, which actually kind of leads me into the next point of my Chrono Cross story and what oh, yeah. taught you what made me so feel so strongly for the game. So I mentioned to you that I got a PS2 for Christmas mm-hmm. and one of the biggest faults here as a kid that I didn't realize was that you cannot save a PS1 game to a PS2 memory card. Oh yeah. Death in the game for me was starting all the way back over. Wow, that sucks. (laughs) I would play Chrono Cross on end, leaving my PS2 running for a week or two at a time until it overheated and froze Oh, to be able to play as far and as long as I could. That copy of the game went with me everywhere and each time you know like spring break summer break i'm like i'm gonna get as far as possible i'm gonna do it i'm gonna play the game even though i can't save (laughs) and i would get to like a boss and just make one little mess up and have to start all over
0: that's crazy that's crazy so how far did you end up getting
1: uh so the farthest that i ever got was right before the end of disc 2 Oh I my mean, God. Uh, the, the end of disc one. I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, so whenever so you're, sorry. you're fighting the bosses on the three different islands, Holy uh, crap. that's as far as I got because I backtracked to kind of grab the pieces of skelly that I missed mm-hmm. because I was like, I want him man. I love this guy. I've been carrying this guy around forever. Uh, and then I was climbing up on the backside of Viper Manor for whatever reason. I had never been that way. Never went with Guile. So I didn't know what was back there. Uh, And my game froze.
0: Oh, man.
1: PlayStation overheated, and I just... Devastated. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So, it was like that for about 10 years. For 10 years, I played Chrono Cross, not being able to save the game. Just starting over every single time, going as far as I could.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yep. And then... I went and I visited with some family in Florida and I was playing up in the attic with some toys and I was dumping out boxes and I overturned one box and at the bottom of the box sat a PlayStation one memory card (laughs) and it all just hit me. I grabbed that card and I ran downstairs and for the first time playing this game for 10 years, I was able to save (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's like the it's like finding the holy grail it is <laughs> it's like
1: at the bottom of this little box of gi joes and transformers there's a memory card of all things <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so awesome <laughs> you just probably start crying You're like i finally can like beat this game i
1: know <laughs> so I went from there and I powered through the game. I got, you know, to the same bosses where my game had froze before and I beat them. I was ecstatic. I had that insert disc number two screen on my on my PlayStation. I was like, I've never done this before. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Carefully open the tray. I put in disc number two after all these years. PlayStation freezes. What? And so I go, okay, no worries. I saved. I don't have to start all the way at, you know, number one again. I beat the bosses again. I put in disc number two, and it freezes. Oh, no. (laughs) I take the disc out, and I look at the bottom. Disc two has never been removed from its spot, but years of carrying that case around, the disc had spun a perfect circle scratch on the bottom.
0: Oh, no.
1: Rendering it completely unplayable.
0: I That's awful.
1: It was like every time I gained an inch, I got pushed back a mile.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude.
1: Uh, but I, I eventually I went out to my local retro game store. I got a second copy, uh, Greatest Hits This Time. And I came home and I threw it in and I powered through the rest of the disc and finally beat the game.
0: That's so awesome.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, it it's loving memories, but it was a little traumatic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that 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 is a great story, man. Yeah, because people didn't realize that a lot of times you carried those jewel cases around, the Mm -hmm. discs would actually get scratched in the case. Yep. Um, and that was one of the big reasons Sony, of course, moved to the soft plastic. But man, that that is a wild story. Um, so yeah let's talk about some of these bosses because you did go through up to disc two mm-hmm. through some killers man is there any like memorable bosses because like there's you you had to go through miguel mm-hmm. and um god what's his name with the with the iron hander um the guy that can wipe you out he's, he's a white element at the the graveyard
1: oh that's um isn't that dario and glenn's dad
0: yeah yeah Uh,
1: i can't remember his name not off the top of my head
0: yeah i can't remember his name either but he's one of the hardest bosses in the game and he's an absolute killer especially because you're playing his links Mm -hmm. um you had to go through all the dragons right yeah uh the
1: the red the red dragon was my absolute bane
0: (laughs) yeah same here he always got me held up like i I
1: remember wailing on his little form and i'm like ah this is so easy and then poof
0: yeah that's crazy, man. I can't believe you got all the way to the disc two checkpoint without dying a single time mm-hmm. in, in one of your first playthroughs as a kid. Now, of course, I, I can do that I can play through the whole game without dying now as, as an adult because I played it through so many times. I know all the secrets and, and tricks and whatnot. But right, right. as a kid, man, as a kid, there's just so many little like bosses. Um Like I remember personally, one of the ones that really got me stuck up was the first fight with the Red Dragon. Mm-hmm. Right before you go into um the, the castle there and i was like man yeah fort dragonia and i was like man i can't get, i cannot beat this guy and then now i play it and i'm like i'll oh, just just hammer him away
1: right uh, Th- things that were so complicated back then when we were younger it's just like a breed yeah. now
0: yeah was there any of that really really tripped you up besides the, the red dragon there man it
1: was it was really just trial and error because starting over and having to redo it so many times like yeah i tried not to give myself too much room to mess up (laughs) yeah true especially as i learned you know how to better balance the fights and the elements and you know everything like that um but thinking on all the bosses let me see um man i really don't know there's just so many (laughs) probably uh fighting fighting links at viper manor that first time Oh, it was yeah. always pretty challenging because it's just like I'm expecting this dude to drop any minute and it's just like he's got so much HP. <laughs> I'm wailing yeah. on this guy and he's just like.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that because there's a fight in Viper Manor that got me so stuck as a kid and it's the, the, the two bulbs. Yes. After you get trapped. <laughs> yes, the
1: bulbs. I hated yeah. them with a passion.
0: Yeah, dude.
1: I was like, I don't know who this lady is, but I don't like you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Lu Lucia. Yeah, I'm not actually sure how to pronounce her name. It's because it's, it's not Luca because it has an I. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Luke,
1: Lu- Lucia, Lucia, something like that.
0: Yeah, but yeah, Chrono Cross is interesting because if, that wouldn't be such a hard story if it wasn't for Chrono Cross. Because Chrono Cross broke the mold for RPGs because you can't gr- you can't grind in Chrono Cross. Mm-hmm. You can do you can you can like get like a couple stat boosts through random enemies through Mm -hmm. random battles here and there but really it's the stars and that's only boss battles so the game really doesn't get that much easier until you break it like i normally do now Mm -hmm. but um that that is an awesome story man um so how so as an adult now you're you're 26 right i think that's what your instagram says uh
1: i believe so no i'm 25 26 i don't i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) no i'm 25 i'll be 26 this july
0: yeah, okay. So, um what uh when when did you start this like giant collection? And and how did you get into like this this massive collecting mode of chronocross You probably have I, I mean I'm not sure if you've measured it, but probably the biggest Chrono Cross collection in the United States. I've have to imagine. Like it's insane.
1: If there's anyone there in the rest of the world that has Chrono Cross collection quite as big, I haven't seen it. Uh yeah. I know there's a lot of collectors that I know that are, you know, pretty close around the same level um locks hideout who is on Instagram uh, He's a great dude. There is uh I think his name is pronounced Menouche. He's on Facebook, he's in some of the chrono groups. Uh he's he's a pretty big collector and I know uh Eric, I think Eric Gomez.
0: Oh, I've seen his name pop up somewhere before.
1: Yeah, he's he's the owner of the uh one of the Facebook groups that we're in.
0: Yeah, the one that I randomly saw you and I'm like, oh yeah. hey, what's up, man? Uh, you, you had me.
1: Chrono Saga. Yeah. Yeah, so his is pretty good, pretty pretty big. It's awesome. I like his glass, like his dual glass case display. Yeah. Um, but I am definitely I'm shooting for for world top.
0: <laughs> you you gotta be close. I mean there's is there anything left in your collection that you haven't gotten yet?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um at this point it's just stuff that's either extremely expensive or just extremely non-existent uh like the Chronocross zippo for example i mean that's that zippo lighter is a couple thousand dollars
0: oh oh really like yeah. i've seen pictures of that it's got the frozen flame on it right Mm-hmm. yeah that's what i thought
1: yeah and the other issue that you have with there is like it's a flammable product so you can't safely ship it overseas oh. there's a lot of issues with that um there's other items that just generally people don't know about there's the surge bandana and necklace set
0: oh i didn't know about that
1: yeah Minouche actually has that one and it's it's really nice looking it's a one-for-one bandana with a whole print on there and then the the wooden necklace that surge wears
0: oh that's awesome (laughs) i want that
1: (laughs) um yeah for real and there's a mouse pad that for some reason is just you can't find it anywhere Uh, But other than other than stuff like that, it's mostly promotional items, you know, like banners, display cards, um, stuff that just wasn't available to the public.
0: Yeah. You've got a lot of promotional items, though. I remember seeing you pick up, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, you got like like stuff that like 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 uh magazines and whatnot, right? I've got like I've got a lot of
1: magazines, advertisements. Um I do have both promotional posters that were in Japan and I have a lot of the uh Gashapon inserts that would be in the machines for the trading cards and the keychains. Um it's just kinda searching and scrounging through the internet, you know. Sometimes you might find something that's being sold in a bulk of video game related merchandise. You know, other times somebody knows what it is and they throw it up for a decent amount. But I mean, it's like an endless treasure hunt, basically.
0: Yeah, I, I never I've been I've been searching for Chrono Cross stuff forever. I, I, I kind of stopped collecting now. I got what I wanted, but I have never even heard of that surge bandana and, and necklace set. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty crazy. Um, But do you have like a favorite item in your collection or crazy collection story about? I'm, I'm
1: actually glad that you asked that. Because you know, most people would probably assume it's the the most expensive or the most flashiest item. But I have to say that my most treasured item that's in the collection is my US promotional poster.
0: And that is promotional poster.
1: Yes. It's the Brady Games, Babbages, Software, et cetera poster.
0: Is, is that the one you just recently picked up?
1: Uh, it's, it's kind of recent. If you scroll down to my page, it'll be the first poster that you see. It's got like surgery, a kid, the boat. Mm -hmm. So as far as us promotional items, there's like nothing. Right. This poster in particular, I've never seen anywhere else. And this poster belonged to another person on Instagram. His name is Tekkenite. I hit him up. I think it was about a year and a half ago now asking him about the poster, trying to find out about it. You know, I've never seen this before. Do you have any info on it? And he, he really couldn't remember because he's had it for 20 years. Right. It sat above his head gaming for years. Um, so I was like, well, if you're ever interested in selling it, trading, etc., let me know. You know, I appreciate the information that you did give me. I'm going to try to find one. A year of searching, I haven't found anything. I'm scrounging the internet for the, any mention of the word Babbage's and Chrono Cross in it. Um, and I, I just hit him up randomly again, you know, this year and I'm like, Hey, any chance have you given any thought to um, possibly selling or trading the poster? And we, we ended up reaching uh, quite the agreement of, <laughs> he gives me the poster and it gets added to the museum, the, the collection Um yeah. And I continue my search for it. So if I ever do find another one, his goes back to him. And I have this, the new one in mine. Uh, So what I did is I sweetened the deal and uh, I got him the. The Chrono Cross B2 American North, the North American cover art poster. I think you have one, too. Yeah. So I got him one of those, shipped that out to him and then he shipped this one to me. So it was a bit of a trade and a bit of a loan.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's super cool. Yeah, because this this poster that you just mentioned, the one that I have, was that was like my holy grail. That was the one thing that I had been searching for forever. And I, I really only ever saw one pop up um, on eBay. and It was like 300 bucks. I didn't have mm-hmm. the money at the time, and I was devastated. And then I hit you up because I saw your your collection just growing and growing and growing. And I was like, yeah like, like hey can you help me find one of these and it took you like 20 minutes yeah it's like i got you bro <laughs> yeah it took you like 20 minutes you, you gave me like a, like a whole link like set up and, and how to buy them from japan and whatnot and i was like oh this is awesome and that was that was the last chrono cross thing i bought and it's probably the last thing i want i mean i used to collect uh gaming stuff all the time and especially my ps1 collection was huge and then i just as i got older and moved and I just i just i got the stuff that i really really wanted mm-hmm. and then now now i'm just a casual admirer of like people's collections like yours which is i I gotta say man uh, and i've watched your collection grow it's like really incredible uh, what you've put together because you just chrono cross just doesn't get the love that the other games from the ps1 era get you know and it's it's kind of fallen unfortunately to people's memory and that's it because square almost never references it other than the radical dreamer concert which i don't even know if that goes through square or not but um
1: Radical Dreamer concert was through yasunori Mitsuda but it was kind yeah. of it approved through Square Enix.
0: Yeah. It, Square Enix just hasn't given the love to the Chrono series other than, you know, um remaking Chrono Trigger, or not remaking but re-releasing it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to see like someone put this whole collection together and put it on display. Um and I've been, just been loving all the stuff you've got. like, even, like, the box Chrono Trigger tr- stuff, which isn't that rare, but most people don't have that kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool. And you get, like... I've seen you pick up, like, some really crazy stuff, too. Like, wasn't... Didn't you get, like, a pencil case or something at one point?
1: I wish I had a pencil case. <laughs>
0: or, uh, man, I forget. Like, you got, like, some crazy promotional item. I forget what it was. And I was like, I didn't even know they, they made them. Like, Japan had, like, these random... I forget, it was, like, years ago, but... Um, yeah congratulations man like this like i'm just scrolling through your instagram right now just looking at all the crazy stuff you have it's just it's really it's really a feat that you've put together all this
1: i appreciate that man
0: but yeah let's let's talk about the game a little more like the actual game but what are some of your favorite moments in colonel cross
1: some of my favorite moments you know the first key moment was whenever kid finally showed up okay you know she was on the front of the box and i'm starting to play this game and i'm like where's this chick (laughs) (laughs) Yo, where's she at? Let me holla. (laughs) But, you know, in that that first scene where she pops up and she's got that snarky attitude and she's telling Karshoff and telling him she'll kick his arse so hard I'll kiss the moons and (laughs) me at five-year-old not knowing what arse means. (laughs) But, um, you know, just her introducing herself, kind of just forcing herself into the story no matter which route you take, whether you let her come along at first or you wait till Termina to get Lena. Right. You know, at that point, she's just like, screw your opinion. I'm coming along.
0: Right. Right. So, um, um, I've never done that by the way.
1: You've never like not gotten kid.
0: No, I don't have the heart to do it. Cause it makes us feel so bad about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was, it was one of those things that I had to do at some point just to be able to get all of the characters. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the same thing with, choosing glenn over choosing saving kid
0: i'll oh, see now now i do that 100 percent of the time because i don't have like i cannot I'm not get glenn you know
1: Mm-hmm. and see the other thing is as a kid you know i'd only experience games where it it forces you into that one direction yeah. so i never often more times than not i never clicked no right. i never clicked the negative option because i'm like oh the game wouldn't let me do that anyways or oh, i wouldn't want that what if they got upset i would think that i was like what if they get upset at me
0: yeah yeah 100 that's how i felt too
1: so even even making that decision now it's just it's a little heartbreaking i'm like i don't want to tell you no but glenn <laughs> 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 dual einlancer <laughs> yeah dude
0: it, like you just can't you can't not have that in your game especially at the end and like Glenn's not even like theoretically. He's not even like one of the most powerful characters in the game. Like you, can, you really can't do a whole lot with him until you get the dual the dual lanzers. Mm-hmm. But um, he's just such a cool character, and you get the the X slash or the cross slash, I guess.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you say
0: that, but um, yeah, man, it's just it's crazy because, like I said, Square doesn't really reference Chrono Cross at all. And I started getting into podcasting and like the video game news like seeing and making YouTube channels because I used to watch E3 every single year and watch Squash press conferences waiting to see like, I'm like, Oh, this is the year for sure. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna announce like a Chrono cross sequel this year. And then they yeah, never did. And nope. it never happened. And then the Chrono break license got expired. And I was like, oh, okay. So we're never, ever going to get this. this is yeah, great. pretty
1: much. It, it really, really kind of upset is. me because uh, around the time of the Chrono orchestra last year, Mm-hmm. They square put out a post celebrating the DS Chrono Trigger anniversary, but said nothing, absolutely nothing for Chrono Cross just weeks prior before. Yeah. I was like, um, really? Come on, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and I remember, um, I don't know if you remember a few years ago, it only happened so fast, real fast. Cause people only talked about it for a few days, but they had the 13 DLC. And they trademarked something for that. And it was like chrono, I forget what the second word was, but everyone was like blowing up online. I was I was making YouTube videos at the time. I was like, oh, this is it. Like they're they're finally gonna announce like a chrono cross sequel, and then it never happened. And it was like, mm-hmm. it was a 13-2 DLC, and everyone was furious. And-
1: yeah, I do I do remember that. I, I didn't yeah. know it was for a 13-2 DLC. I just remember the chrono name being thrown out and everyone being super hyped about, you know, yep. the possibility.
0: But um then it was 13 DLC and it, it was actually the actual real ending of the game. Cause they hit, hit the ending behind a DLC paywall, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just looked, it was 84 weeks ago. The first time you commented on, on and followed me on Instagram. Cause I got the uh, surge statue mm. of uh, the polystone statue that I always wanted. Um, and then we were in the, the chrono saga group together for however long. And I was like, Oh, I know that kid.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but, like, wait, that post is familiar.
0: Uh, yeah. Was, uh, wait, hold on a second. Um, So when did you start actually like putting this collection together?
1: So I started collecting for Final Fantasy and other video games when I was about 14 or 15. That's mm-hmm. when I kind of hit my big retro phase. And I wanted, you know, I wanted the retro consoles. I wanted the retro games. You know, I loved Final Fantasy. Uh, I really have to hand it to Final Fantasy Dissidia for kind of awakening my passion for the older games. Uh-huh. Because up until that point, I had only played seven and up. Um, so it, I, I got introduced to Final Fantasy four and eventually Final Fantasy one, you know, and every other spinoff side old title in between. Uh, So for years, uh, I was just Mm -hmm. primarily Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, and just whatever else I wanted to pick up here and there. Um, Chrono Cross, of course, was always my favorite game, but I also didn't know so much existed for it at the time. I had seen the trading cards. I had seen the statues like online, but they were so crazy expensive and rare, and I never saw them. At one point, the Millennium Collection box was my holy grail. Yeah. Like, that was my absolute... If I can just have this of Chrono Cross, I'll be happy. (laughs) Now I remember... Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, of course you got that.
1: Oh, absolutely. I have three copies now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like Millennium Collection. Oh, yeah, that thing. (laughs) The common. (laughs) But, yeah, man. It wasn't until about actually two years, two and a half years ago that... Um, I kind of started to feel a little put off from the final fantasy collecting community because number one, there were just, there's just so many people doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you have those people collecting the same thing, you have a lot of competition and that leads to a lot of toxicity, right? you know, of, Oh, I got this or, uh, I have to get this over you and, you know, anything like that. It's, it's really terrible. Um, and so I started falling out of my passion for that. And I started questioning, you know, do I still love Final Fantasy the same as I do? Do I still want to continue this collection? It's like Chrono Cross is my favorite game of all time. And I've got this one copy. You know, what, what do I do? And so uh, I kind of had a few conversations with my now fiance, Um and she heavily, heavily encouraged me. She's like, why don't you just do you? Just collect what there is of Chrono Cross if that will make you happy. Mm-hmm. And I had multiple other followers and friends on Instagram who backed that up, especially Sora Cloud. I know you know who he is. Mm-hmm. He was like, dude, be the be the Chrono Cross to my Kingdom Hearts. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So from that point <laughs> on, you know, I just started really heavily searching and focusing on chrono cross and it just exploded
0: yeah man that's that's awesome because i i went all the way back to the bottom of your uh your instagram feed here and you have that this evolution poster from or this evolution picture from 130 weeks ago so i'm assuming it's, it's way even crazier now but you can definitely see like the evolution of your of your uh collection here that it just it's insane um like i said i used to i used to collect quite a bit i have all the keychains. I have the um both guides. I have both versions of the the I think it was it's a Brady's game guide, right? Mm-hmm. Brady games? Yep, I have both versions of that, the holographic one and then the regular one. And um I have two copies of the game and I have the Surge versus Karsh uh like little statue they made. But unfortunately the plastic's all yellow and cracked on that one. Um I have, I have a couple of the other like Japanese books they made. I have, uh, I forget, I forget what they're, what they're even called. They're at my dad's house. I have my whole collection there, but my, uh, ex-girlfriend who I think you probably know got pretty into collecting and she has a lot of stuff too. Um, I think she goes on by Luna Freya on Instagram these days. Her name's Rochelle.
1: Mm, I, I think I I think I remember cause that's kind of yeah. back whenever we first started talking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's, she has a couple pictures on my Instagram as well. Me and her, um, but yeah, she she knew the other girl that we're mutual friends with, um, Materia Junkie. hmm Yeah, yeah. And she was she was talking to me about her and, and Materia Junkie has that like cool uh kid cosplay and I'm like, Oh wow. All at the same time I started getting like these all these cool like uh Chrono Cross collecting communities. It's pretty sweet. I didn't know there was this many people that actually care about the game online.
1: Exactly. Right. Like we're hiding underneath the floorboards. Yeah. And you gotta find us. <laughs> yeah. Cause as soon as, I, as soon as I swapped over to, you know, focusing on Chrono Cross, it was just like an influx of people that were like, Oh, this is my favorite game of all time too. I loved it. Yeah. Whereas I thought, I thought really that I was going to drop as far as my interaction and followers and that kind of stuff. Cause I was no longer posting the big popular stuff. It was, I'm now a niche page.
0: Yeah. But sometimes that helps out, you know, because you do feel a niche that like not no one else does. Like they, you're doing things on the internet that no one else is doing right now. And that's pretty incredible. No, like you can't see that very often, mm-hmm. but is there anything else that you're, uh, you're still hunting for that? Like you're act- you actively other than, um, what you said before, but is there anything else that like you can't find that you're still after?
1: Um, there's a few things, uh, one of them being the Orpheus music box. Okay. So that is, I'm pretty sure you've probably heard about it, or at least the Aerith one for Final Fantasy seven Okay. It's, it, it's a pretty big, beautiful music box. There's only a hundred of them made. Um, there's one chilling on eBay right now for about 20 grand. Holy crap. <laughs> yes, sir. So. It's got it's got a licensing card. You, it's got a handwritten score from Yasunori Mitsuda. It plays a beautiful two part melody, um, but you know, just didn't know about that five. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And Are some. You... So, oh, I'm sorry. Uh,
0: no, no, that's fine. man. You can keep talking. So,
1: somewhere out there, there's a one of a kind Cross bicycle. What? If it exists still, if it hasn't been thrown to the trash heap, there is a Chrono Cross bicycle out there somewhere.
0: How? How, how, What is the story behind this?
1: So this was a prize that was giving away at the event that Chrono Cross was announced at. Um, It it was the V-Jump V-Fest 1999. And on the... In the little booklet for the event, all the way on the back, there's a bike. <clears throat> it's got the full logo on like in the interior of the wheel. It's got the logo printed on the side, says Squaresoft. Like it's super wow. legit.
0: Wow, that's awesome. I've nothing comes up when you when you Google it.
1: Uh-uh. No, nothing will. It's it's just like the um, the Chrono Cross t shirt that I have. Yeah, I mean a yeah. lot of people a lot of people knew about it, but until I got mine, I had never seen a physical image of it online. Even if you go to the Crondo Compendium website and that kind of stuff, it's the stock mm-hmm. it's the stock scan image. So like I never I never could tell what the shirt actually said. And now I know <laughs> that it's the the quote, the poem, and it's just it's gorgeous
0: have you worn it did you put it on
1: absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) you were crazy sir i have i have all of my chronocross t-shirts framed
0: i was yeah but i wasn't sure i was like when you get it do you put it on one time (laughs) but i respect the i I respect the the control not to put it on
1: (laughs) the temptation was there but the benefits did not outweigh the risk
0: (laughs) just put it on or falls to shreds because it's 25 years old or however exactly (laughs) that's awesome though man that's awesome um man i don't know uh what's your favorite item in your collection oh you already said that that was the that was the the poster right Mm -hmm. yeah um so you said you played chrono trigger what's your opinion on chrono trigger as someone who played chrono cross first because i'm the same way i played chrono cross first and then went back to chrono trigger and I find that it depends on which game you played first. What, what do you think of Chrono Trigger?
1: Chrono Trigger is a great game. I mean, it's it's masterfully done, especially mm-hmm. in the era that it was. You know, the sprite work is, I mean, it's just phenomenal. Yeah. You, the music, I mean, everything about the game is great, and it deserves all of the praise that it gets because it truly is like a timeless masterpiece. I agree. Um, I think the biggest problem is is that Chrono Trigger set it set a standard, it set a precipice. And so Mm -hmm. when Chrono Cross came out, too many people just expected Trigger 2. You know, they wanted the direct sequel. They wanted exactly what they experienced with Chrono Trigger, Mm -hmm. which, uh, you know, Masato Kato has come out and said that, you know, Cross was meant to be a completely different experience. Mm -hmm. It was meant to appeal to a different audience, to give a different message. So I appreciate both both games for exactly what they are Mm -hmm. and i mean chrono trigger is chrono trigger chrono cross is chrono cross it's best to look at them as two completely separate games just in a shared universe um so for me chrono trigger is still very enjoyable it's a very great game i can sit down play through it and enjoy every little bit of it it just doesn't quite hit it for me the same way that cross does
0: yeah i i agree with you there on every point um i think had i played chrono trigger first i probably would have liked it more i just think the fact was that i played chrono cross first and that's always gonna be the game for me you know mm-hmm. and i hate seeing stuff online um where people bash Chrono cross cause- it's not as good as Chrono Trigger, and I'm like, I just, I don't, I don't know if I agree that it's not as good as Chrono Trigger. You know? Oh, I
1: absolutely. So. I mean, I've got multiple magazines with articles saying at Chrono Cross's release how it was better than Final Fantasy VII and VIII combined. Yeah. You know how it it surpasses, you know, the the realm of games so far. Blah blah blah. But it's just over time that positivity has just turned into meh. It's not trigger.
0: <laughs> it got one of the only perfect tens from GameSpot, mm-hmm. you know, which is like a really rare accomplishment. There's, there's more now, but I think back at the time it was only like one of three games to ever get it. And, you know, yeah, IGN was, hands out, tens left and right. But yeah, uh, Colonel Cross* is, is super, super good, man. And I just, I do wish people, people gave it the respect it deserved these days. And I'm starting to see more people talk about it here and there, mm-hmm. but, um, <clears throat> I really hate when people say that it's not, A direct sequel either because like i understand why people say it's not a direct sequel but it kind of is as well Mm -hmm. there is an overarching um plot that connects the two which is you know the the poor army um but did you think do you think like they they, they ever actually developed or started development on on a third game because there is a lot of plot lines that get left alone that they would never explained. Mm
1: -hmm. I I mean, it's extremely possible they did start or at least try to start production on something Mm -hmm. Um, around the time that they were trying to do chrono break or whatever chrono project they were planning for after cross. It was around the same time as uh, spirits within. So um, Uh, with the downfall of that film and sakaguchi leaving square soft square enix uh it was it was just kind of just tossing the back burner at that point i believe
0: that's crazy man because like because the games are so highly regarded and they're so good that was around the same time square was making all kinds of like horrible decisions though too so Mm -hmm. i guess it makes sense um but they, there's there's a lot of stuff that, like, wasn't really ever explained. Or maybe it was, because I haven't played the DS version of Chrono Trigger. And I know that, that goes into a lot more stuff. Um, but, like, for instance, what happened to the original cast of characters? Their whole country got invaded, and we really don't know what happened as far as I know, right?
1: Uh, pretty much. I mean, for the most part, we know that Luca ran the orphanage and yeah. then died. Um, as far as Magus... I mean, it's the plot line was cut out from Cross, but it's heavily implied and so referred to that he is Guile.
0: Do you still think he's Guile? Do you, do you kind of play it through with that? The, the, fact, that,
1: the fact that it's uh, confirmed that that was the original plan and idea, then mm-hmm. yeah, especially since it lines up with Radical Dreamers in the same way. Um, okay. And then the ending for Chrono Trigger DS... Kind of cemented that even further with the extended, uh, you know, mega scenes. I know you said you haven't played it, but
0: right, yeah, it, he loses his memory or something, though, right?
1: Something along those lines, but he's he still sets out knowing that he needs to seek for somebody.
0: Okay. And then we yeah, we never really got any information about what happened to um. Uh, I'm having a I'm having a brain fart um uh. uh why can't I remember his name, dude? Remember are Colonel Chrono Cross podcast. I can't remember the main character of the first game's name. Chrono. Um, Chrono. Jeez, it's my cat's name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like dying over here. It's a, I need my cat after this guy. Uh, yeah, because we, we know that his nation got invaded, but we don't really know what happened to him. Other than he shows up as a ghost in Chrono Cross, which I thought mm-hmm. was a very strange addition in the scene
1: and the ghosts in uh in chrono cross and i think that has a lot to do with the possible futures you know the future that chrono and the gang saved so what uh, so uh that was quote undone by surge yeah. and that's yeah. an that's another point that i see a lot of people pissed off at cross about because they feel cross undoes what happened in chrono trigger like chrono and everybody worked so hard to save the world and cross undoes it blah 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 i mean you wouldn't have a story without some kind of conflict
0: right well it makes sense too because you went and you changed the hat the past you changed you were messing with timelines Mm -hmm. that's going to create parallel dimensions exactly it kind of happens in, in chrono cross um but yeah man out, of, out of like the best games of all time, do you think Chrono Cross* is, is your best game that you've ever played?
1: Absolutely, it's it's number one up there for like easily my top three, my top five. You know, there's there's very few games that fall under that same criteria because I'm so picky when it comes to games. Mm-hmm. Story, visual, gameplay, music. Ugh. Mitsuda, Mitsuda set a standard for music for me with video games yeah like if i'm not feeling the music if i'm not feeling it with the game it's just kind of like can i mute this
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i totally feel you i'm the same way man chrono cross set a standard for me for rpgs that i really wasn't able to even play rpgs and enjoy them the same way i enjoyed chrono cross for a long time because i'm like oh it doesn't have like 3D graphics like Chrono Cross. Ah, I'm not, I'm not about it. It Doesn't have good cutscenes like Chrono Cross. I'm not about it. have the music, you know, the battle system, the, mm-hmm. the upgrade system, and like none of those things are really exclusive to Chrono Cross except for, like the special things it does, like the music. Mm-hmm. But when it, when something when it didn't have something when it didn't live up to Chrono Cross, I had trouble playing like uh, classic RPGs for a long time. Maybe like like you know until I was in my I was a teenager because of Chrono Cross, but.
1: Mm-hmm. For uh, for me, because I had played older games beforehand, you know, because of my cousins, you know, mm-hmm. when I knew I was playing an older game, I didn't really expect it. Whenever I was playing a newer game, and that new game failed to live up to what Cross was, I'm like, dude, come on, you're supposed to be getting better.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, see, I, the one of the things I really want to get still that I don't have is a Square Enix version of the Chrono Cross.
1: Oh dude, I can I can hook you up with that in a matter of minutes. <laughs> after, we're, <laughs> after we're done with this, I got you, man.
0: Yeah, cuz they cuz they have I have both of the SquareSoft versions. Mm-hmm. And then the only one I don't have is the Square Enix version, which right. I, I, isn't even like a rare thing. They sold it on their website until like 2016, I think. But I they, just never they I, actually I it, still
1: it. sell it on their website.
0: Oh, do they still sell it on the website? Like, like that's pretty awesome. It's I just
1: it's just a matter of if you want the new flimsy poor quality case or if you want the 90s early 2000s quality case What
0: kind of poor quality case are we
1: talking is so it not when if you get the get the PS1 games off of the store now the jewel case I mean it looks the same but the quality of the plastic itself is so thin it's bendy it's flimsy I mean it's it's not like an original case So I mean
0: Oh I see I see so they 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 it was either they couldn't get the original makers of them of the cases, or
1: something. I don't know production down. I'm oh. I'm picky, and I just didn't like it.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So they do they do make like an original version of them though. mm Hmm. Yeah, I have to try. I'm gonna have to try and find something. This, this is this is stirring like bad habits that that it's gonna get me back into collecting Colonel Cross.
1: <laughs> if you if you want to be sure, if you find a sealed copy of Chrono Cross, greatest hits, Square Enix that has the security label on the top, the security yeah. sticker and stuff. That's the, like OG. the old school, yeah the old school If you find it sealed without, that's the new one.
0: Okay, I see. I see. Did the did the Square Enix ones even ever make it to like retail stores though? I don't think they did.
1: I mean, I, I can't tell you. I'm not sure, yeah. honestly.
0: Because the Square Enix merger happened pretty late into the PS two era,
1: mm-hmm. I think
0: wasn't final fantasy 12 the first game that came out as a square Enix game
1: the uh greatest hits of final fantasy 10 was okay. the first i believe
0: yeah and so then it was, it was
1: quite a while the same with kingdom hearts king i think kingdom hearts was the last official square soft okay title i believe i could be wrong on that don't quote me <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah um that that's one that's one of the things that I always thought was like really cool. I was like, oh, they actually made uh, they went back and, and redid the the front of the game, they put their their own new logo on it, which I thought was pretty cool. Is there a because I know they were selling Final Fantasy VIII for a long time too. Is there a Square Enix version of Final Fantasy VIII? i uh,
1: I'm not sure. I know that there's for Chrono Cross and there is um, Final Fantasy Chronicles, which has Final Fantasy IV and Chrono Trigger. But as yeah, far as like 7, 8, and 9, I don't think so.
0: Um, That was the first time I played Chrono Trigger, by the way. Was it, <laughs> it was that one too. And it, apparently it's a terrible, terrible port. I haven't gone back and played it.
1: It is. Um, it's it's so. god awful. The loading times are horrendous. <laughs> You'll sit there with a black screen for about two minutes in between <laughs> cutscenes.
0: <laughs> well, that, yeah, that was that was the first time I ever played it, and... I searched for Chrono Trigger for a long time as a kid, um, and my dad actually bought it for me just because he knew I had, how long I had searched for it. I, mm-hmm. I remember I was like, I went to, geez, I don't even know if it was GameStop at the time, I think it was EB Games, and I um, I pulled the game out, I was like, wait, this is Chrono Trigger on I was like, Dad, like I, I gotta get this game. Like, you don't understand like, how long I've looked for Chrono, Chrono Trigger, because
1: uh-huh.
0: I didn't have a Super Nintendo. I only had a PS1 and a PS2, so mm-hmm. I... Um, I didn't even start a collection for those games or even start buying any games, but yeah, it was the first time I ever played Chrono Trigger and I played through it and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> now apparently going back, it's not even worth going back to play, but that's the, that's the only version in the DS version as well that have the anime, anime cutscenes, right? Right. Yeah. And that, those are so well done. They are.
1: So. I mean, I, I, as much as I appreciate Akira Toriyama's work, and as great as it looks, and I appreciate with the style for Trigger, I don't think it would work in Cross though.
0: No, no, Colonel Cross is such a different style to it, like the the more realistic mm-hmm. looking characters, and I, I love their three D um, models anyway. So I'll never forget that scene, dude, in the opening where you see the the bloody dagger, and you see uh-huh. kid like shocked search stab and you're like how does that what happens there you know yeah it
1: cuts you off from that you don't see that forever
0: yeah (laughs) you're just playing through this whole game like am i am i gonna end up stabbing her right (laughs) i was so
1: worried (laughs) like i don't want to hurt you i love you
0: (laughs) yeah exactly um man but is there uh any other moments that stick out to you in the game that you can remember like like being shocked by as a kid
1: um as far as Shocked? Yeah. I don't...
0: There is a lot of twists and turns in Colonel Cross.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, though. I think that was pretty much the biggest one. That's the one that stands out the most, is just... Yeah. Is you start the game with this beautiful opening, and yep. then you're playing through the fort, you have no idea what's going on, and then you stab the pretty girl. And it's yeah. Like, oh, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. And then you just um, you wake up, and you have you still have no idea what's going on. <laughs>
0: there's a lot of really cool like little stuff in the game um like when you finally get the, the the dragons come out and they're summoned and like you know they're they're flying around and they start eating each other
1: uh-huh. like, what?
0: what the hell's happening here yeah you know, of course they, they turn into the the not real time devourer
1: mm-hmm, the dragon god
0: yeah which it, it is weird <laughs> I'm not sure how that that all played out in the game because um I keep getting images of the strategy guide in my mind. Cause I went through the strategy guide and like as a kid and with links under like the characters, it said like how to acquire the characters, you know, with links, it said like, Oh, you'll, you'll know when the time comes. It's like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And then for the final two bosses, I think, I think it was either the final two bosses or the, or the final boss. I can't remember. There was just a bunch of question marks <laughs> 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 for the, for the character. But do you have any like, uh, When's the last time you played through Chrono Cross?
1: Last time I played through Chrono Cross was probably about a year ago. I started another playthrough this year, but I didn't get to it because I've been pretty hyper-focused on Final Fantasy XIV and other stuff.
0: Final Fantasy XIV is great, man. I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV so much lately. Um, but do you have any like, like uh, rituals when you play through Chrono Cross? Like Things you do in the game every single time?
1: Um, Well, up until... I kind of figured out that there were different paths in the game and I didn't have mm-hmm. to say yes or I did, I could say no here and I could get better characters or different characters. I always followed the same path. I accept Kid. I go through. I get Nikki. I follow Nikki's path. And when it gets time to save Kid, I save Kid, kill the Hydra, screw the planet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just it just it kind of just feels like the most natural March forward, yeah. I guess.
0: That's the same thing I did, yeah. But since then, you, you don't see that?
1: Since then, I change it up because, of course, I'm going to get Lena because she's a pretty good you know, support character until I get some body better that doesn't mm-hmm. fight with a frying pan. Uh, <laughs> and then Poshul is always in the party from the get-go. Yeah. You know, just the fact that she gets kicked off that cliff by Karsh.
0: <laughs> it's like a horrifying scene. He just, like, boots her. I know, right? Like, or <laughs> <laughs> It's hilarious they added that in the game.
1: And then uh, how she says spontaneously combusted.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot she speaks with a lisp.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like trying to read it as a kid, I'm like, what is this thing saying?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, One of the things I always do is I go and get the profiteer's purse immediately. Mm-hmm. Cause you can break the profiteer's purse down to iron and you can completely skip the um, copper swallow and get the iron swallow and go through Viper Manor with like an iron swallow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I always do that. It makes the game super easy though. Um, and then what else do I do? Oh, as soon as the master immune is available to get from Darius, I always um, fight him immediately because you can cheese through the Darius fight. He should be the hardest fight in the game, mm-hmm. but because he's a pattern based boss, you can cheese through that. And I always get the master immune right away. And,
1: yeah that that was one um, thing uh, that first time that I played through the game and finally finally beat it. I had right. already gone through the dragons by the time that I really kind of started paying attention to like tiny details of the guide. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have the black plate. I didn't have any of the extra stealable items that I should have had. Yeah. So I pretty much just tried to wail on him.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's super super hard, but if you can just continuously cast um like bush basher and mm-hmm. um ice breaker is that what's
1: he, he always counters with the opposite element right
0: yeah so it's, it's it's bush basher and ice the one you get from defeating marcy um ice breaker i want to say it is mm-hmm. so it's a giant dagger of ice that comes out of the ground but he counters with uh just sat down moves yeah. every single time so it you can just kind of cheese it and like chip away to self that way and get the master mean right away and Mm -hmm. then you just dominate the rest of the game with critical hits which is awesome
1: yep these were all things that i learned like post first run so i was like oh yeah yeah Yeah, wish i would have known that
0: (laughs) yeah dude (laughs) yeah and now i i just took my best friend pedro through uh a a playthrough of chrono cross so we didn't die one time um which is he's just like man this is like take all the difficulty out of this game I'm like yeah it's just it's one thing I do, man. I do well. I, I play Chrono Cross really well. The only time, like, you can really get yourself in trouble, where I, I get myself in trouble, is playing against um, Garai. Garai, that's his name. Yeah, that 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 guy just ices me sometimes because he can hit you with like insane amounts of damage for that point in the game. But
1: mm-hmm.
0: all right, man. I think we covered this topic pretty well. Is there anything else you want to say about Cardinal Cross before we wrap up the show?
1: Uh, the only thing I can say, dude, is that I love this game.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: it's, I'm really happy to be able to find so many people who share that same passion for it because for so long, you know, I was the only person who I knew at least knew about the game, had played the game. Uh, and it's something that you really have to sit down with. I can't just show it to somebody for about five minutes and convince them to give it a try. Right. Yeah, you know, so I don't know. It, I, for a very long time regarding Chrono Cross, I felt like the black sheep and now finding so many like-minded people and, you know, collectors and just fanatics. It, it's great.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. It It, it is awesome, especially like, like I said, in the last few years when I've just, I've seen this giant community just emerge. And a lot of it has emerged to your credit around your Instagram page. 'Cause everyone's like, oh my God, but he has these things that we've we've only seen, you know, online. And you have put out some pictures that's only like the second or third image of some of these things that exist on the internet, which is super, super cool. Um so you're doing God's work out here, man, for the community.
1: (laughs) I'm really I'm really glad that you say that because you know, as a kid you just not even just as a kid, just all, all up until recently, just searching Chrono Cross stuff online and seeing like mm-hmm. the same one or two pictures here and there. Yeah. And thinking, oh man, you know, this is the only picture I ever see. I only ever see this this statue or this person's little collection. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so that's what kind of drove me. It's like I wanna I wanna be that
0: <laughs> Yeah, dude. And you're doing that. And of course you just got an influx of tons of new thanks to buy because of the uh, chrono dreamers concert which i wish i could have gone to
1: dude it was it the honestly Red it was perfect timing because yeah. chrono cross is a hot topic everybody was talking about it everybody who had extra stuff threw it out there to get some extra money yeah and boy did they get a lot of mine
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember dude i remember like when you first started this like the giant war path of chrono cross collecting you were getting like a different super rare item like every single day. I'm like, I'm like watching your collection start growing, and I'm like, how does he do it? How <laughs> does he like? How does he afford all this? Like, I, like man, I was like blown away because you were for a while there. You were just getting things left and right when you, when you started like um, putting. I think it was around the same time you were getting all, like all the statues. Mm-hmm. You were just getting something in the mail like every single day. It was it was pretty cool to see.
1: Yeah, I uh, I really love that influx. Uh, <laughs> having all of those awesome things pop up, you know, it, it's awesome. But at the same time, it's super stressful because, like, whenever I first decided to switch, there was a uh, a Seiko watch and a Kid Kotobukuya that popped at the exact same time. Oh wow! And of course, you know, I did not have enough funds to get both, so I was torn between which one do I go after. And trying to decide which one to pursue, I ended up losing both. Oh, that sucks. Uh, there was the, the bidding page that I was using. It had some glitch, uh, like, right at the end of the bid on the watch. So I lost out on the watch. And when I went to go for the statue, it was gone. So it was it was just it was a big hit. And it kind of made me like, is this even worth it? You know, this, this is so stressful. Mm-hmm. You know, can I even really, you know, afford to keep doing this? You know, how realistic is it? But, man, I powered on, and sure enough, at you know, it might take some time, and it might take a year, two, two years or more. You know, there's an item that I just recently got that I found out existed two years ago, and I just found it.
0: Wait, what's that?
1: It's the Chronocross Square Press. It's just a two little page leaflet, <laughs> but I mean, it's a little paper leaflet that 20 years. Survived, and you can imagine how hard to find something like that would be.
0: Yeah, well, that's one of the things with the the polystone statues is that they're so fragile, and they only made I think less than five thousand of each of them. So I think it was
1: actually a thousand or less of each.
0: And like, I I just think they're so hard to find because so many of them just got shattered people probably mm-hmm. weren't collecting them seriously back then and like video game collecting wasn't that big of a deal back then mm-hmm. um and I, I just think like so many of them broke because even the one that i got that i had searched for forever it, it's it's broken there's a piece broken on it it's um right where his swallow connects mm-hmm. there's a giant piece broken out of it so his it doesn't connect flat i have to prop it up against something it sucks mm. but i will yeah. it's like what was i gonna do send it back and ask for a new one right <laughs> you know
1: uh, I actually had spoken to somebody who had ordered the statues, or at least two of them, through like I guess some sort of magazine order form back whenever they first came out. Oh, and that's awesome! When they received Kid, she was in pieces.
0: Oh, just man. Ab- like she
1: was absolutely shattered. Um, and I mean, of course, this is this is back in the day where online ordering. You know, overseas ordering was not a regular thing, so he couldn't right. send it back. He couldn't get a refund. It was just kid pieces.
0: <laughs> yeah, that sucks, man. That sucks. It's it, it's like they're so hard to find unless they're you, <laughs> unless they're me.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it. It was still it was still quite an accomplishment. And I mean, even my kid has damage on her. She's she's the most fragile out of all the three. So I do eventually have to, you know, luck out and find a more presentable version but just out of at mind, a, at a
0: curiosity is your kid the one that was on the u.s ebay forever that had the cracked dagger no okay i wasn't sure because like i know you see that had damage on i wasn't sure if that was the one
1: Mm-mm. yeah mine uh mine was from a private collector where he wasn't even originally going to sell her because of the damage that she had mm. but i talked him into it a little bit. <laughs>
0: And then there was there was always the links that was on eBay for years and years and years that was they had for like three or five hundred dollars I forget but I don't want to spend that much on links I just wanted to search
1: mm-hmm. I I um, did end up spending probably about I think three three fifty on links but it was a new one that had popped up because somebody else had bought the previous one
0: yeah I, no. I love that you know exactly which one I'm talking about because it was there for like like ten years <laughs> yeah
1: exactly you know some of that stuff sits there and it's just. It's so high, no one buys it. It's like the sacred yeah. watches that are on that are on eBay. You have 1200 $1, dollars and they're not complete. They don't have the boxes. Nobody's gonna pay that for it. Right. And if you do, my friend, even I wouldn't. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah, it was it was crazy because I remember I was telling you about my ex girlfriend Rochelle. Uh when that's it's her favorite game too. It's why we started dating. We dated for like three or four years in the early two thousand tens, but when we broke up she kept collecting and now her collection's like vastly superior to mine. She has like um she has the watch that 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 doesn't even if you open it and looked at it, it doesn't look like Colonel Cross a watch at all, but uh and she has all three statues and she has I forget some, some other like a music box, I think. Mm. Um there's a music box, right? I'm not yeah, crazy I mean, about there's
1: that. there's a couple. Yeah. Uh what you're probably thinking of is the wooden one. Yeah, yeah, it's the wooden one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, but, Matt, thank you so much for uh, sitting down and recording this podcast with me for an hour. It's been awesome to sit and actually finally talk to you about this collection that you've devoted the last few years to putting together.
1: Absolutely, dude. I can't tell you how excited I was to do it. I was like, (laughs) are we going to be on camera? Do I need to, like, post up in front of my collection and kind of, like, look all fancy? (laughs) You know, but, you know, I, I loved it. You know, I appreciate the chance to be able to do this, man.
0: No, well, see, we used to do video podcasts back when we had our old channel that we shut down and and we just recently rebooted, but what we found with video podcasts was like, there's so much editing and work that has to go into them Mm -hmm. and that like for a small channel like ours, it really just doesn't, it didn't make it worth it. So, um, we've been, we've been podcasting for about 10 years altogether. Wow. So yeah, this is, this is like second nature to me talking in front of a mic. But what you must have some sort of uh, like something you do, some sort of content you make. If you have like a professional grade mic and whatnot, right?
1: Um, well, I am an aspiring voice actor, so uh, that's I, so
0: crazy, dude. Because like when 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 you join the call, I was like, oh, he's got like a really like clear, awesome voice.
1: I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> so, do you do any voice acting work right now?
1: Um, I've done the only thing that I've done like officially was a semi like voiceover commercial for a friend of mine's card game uh he has a card game called spell slingers it's kind of like a tabletop card game rpg uh so i did like a little voiceover to promote his uh the new expansion they were putting out for it uh other than other than that uh it's just kind of been like fan projects here and there but i am wanting to further get into it which is the reason for this this mic that i'm using right now
0: awesome Hell yeah, dude! Keep grinding away at it. You seem like you have the, the type of dedication it needs to get forward and, and make that happen. So, keep grinding away at it, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for the well anyway. Thanks, thanks for thanks for joining me once again, Matt. And um, remember, I'm sure I said it in the uh, in the intro, but follow his Instagram, thatradicaldreamer, um, and you won't regret it because he's got some of the coolest video game collection stuff I've ever seen in my life.
1: I greatly appreciate it, man. And uh, as Yasunori Mitsuda said for the new concerts, Radical Dreamers keep on dreaming. The dream's not yet over.
0: I I hope it's not over. (laughs) God.